This past Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, I talked about the godly counsels which we read about in Matthew chapter 6 of prayer and fasting and almsgiving and how in the season of Lent, when we have a regular practice of these things anyway, how we, we can, by doing something different, move the prism, change the way we see ourselves and see and experience our lives in various ways and how how doing something different will often lead to a shift in our perception of time, for example, uh, often opening space for us to discover anew what really matters to us when we start living into different kinds of vocation, for example. You take time, you take eat two meals instead of three, and you suddenly find yourself with more time on your hands. You give up booze for Lent, you suddenly find yourself television, you find yourself with more time on your hands. What do you do with that time? Do you take up reading? Do you take up exercise? What is it? This was the nature of nature of our discussion as we see, see about becoming more fully the people we were created to be and experiencing anew the steadfast love of God as forgiveness and as renewal of life. In Mark's story of Jesus being tempted by Satan in the wilderness, we have him surrounded by wild beasts and ministered to by angels. We don't know from Mark what Jesus' interior life was like or the nature of the temptations he faced. Those those would come with later Gospels. But we can know that whatever we learn in the wilderness, and however hard the learning, that grace abounds, that the angels will minister to us, and that all the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness, in the words of the 25th Psalm. So the 40 days of Lent have been called wilderness time, whether we choose to enter the wilderness or whether, like Jesus, we are in some sense driven into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. We will doubtless encounter there what the author of Psalm 25 calls enemies. The reality of external enemies can sometimes lead us to forget who we are as beloved children of God. And when we forget who we are as children of God, we become subject to all kinds of thoughts and behaviours that make us less than we were created to be. We can all too easily find ourselves becoming vengeful or scared or mean or depressed or murderous or otherwise inclined to self-destructive or addictive behaviours. But in the wilderness, facing into whatever it is we fear, we will learn or learn again the paths of the Lord, which the psalmist tells us are love and faithfulness. Those who devised our lectionary must have been thinking about what we will learn during Lent. Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. Psalm 25 is all about learning. It's, it's an acrostic poem, which is to say each verse begins with the successive letters of the Hebrew alphabet. I'm not a student of Hebrew, but I'm told that the Psalms initial, middle and final lines spell out the word alaf, which in Hebrew means learn. This Psalm is about learning. What will we learn or what will we learn again this Lent and how will we learn it? Well, we're going to discover whatever we learn inside ourselves may be encountering enemies that are internal. You may be familiar with a saying attributed to the uh, early 17th century polymath Galileo Galilei, who said, you cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him find it within himself. When the Bible talks of learning, it's ultimately talking of gaining wisdom. Listen to scribes, listen to elders, yes, but in the end, true wisdom is a gift from God and is found within. So consider a moment 
for a moment this verse from our psalm. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, I put my trust in you. Let me not be humiliated, nor let my enemies triumph over me. Many years ago, I had an associate who really disliked praying the psalms at, daily, at our daily morning prayer. He called them boring Hebrew war chants. And he could be forgiven, uh, as the psalms not infrequently talk of enemies, and the 25th is no exception. Certainly, as we've noted, enemies can be external to us. Someone at work who's trying to force us out, someone at school who's cheating and getting ahead of us, someone with whom we are entangled in a legal conflict. But I suggested to my clergyman friend that he might find praying the Psalms to be more fruitful if he recognised that enemies are more often to be found within us and that for most of us, most of the time, real danger is found there. So what, if anything, can we expect to learn or learn anew in these next 40 days? Well, again, the Psalm gives us some clues. Just as the ancient Apiru, those slaves released from bondage in Egypt, were made a people and given an identity uh, as the Hebrews through the gift of the law, so we can expect to be reminded or remembered, put back together about who we were created to be. We can expect to be instructed in the counsels of the Lord, where we become mindful of our need for forgiveness, praying, remember not the sins of my youth nor of my and my transgressions. And then we can expect to become mindful again of the steadfast love of God before which we are humbled. God guides the humble in doing right and teaches his way to the lowly. All the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. This Lent, whatever your practice, whatever, your, whatever you adopt in the way of prayer and fasting and almsgiving and reading and meditating on God's holy scriptures and all the other things that are possible when we're invited into a holy Lent, whatever your spiritual practice, I trust that you will learn, and I trust that you will learn again the steadfast love of God and the grace of forgiveness, and, and that you will be drawn ever more deeply into that love and so ever more fully into abundant life, the abundant life we are promised in the gospel, drawn ever more fully into the abundant life today. I offer this reflection in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.